Oh, it's only a, a sound thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. To, Here's the thing. I thought he was about to film me saying this, but I guess it's just a uh, vocal thing. So I'm going to make it really good. I'm going to make sound effects, voice effects, all this shit. Listen. <clears throat> this is Kevin Steen, Steen, Steen. And you're listening to... Marking out! This is... Marking out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Running like this. Pro wrestling talk for pro wrestling fans. We marking out, y'all. Marking out. Pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. The king has returned home. No, I'm not talking about LeBron James. I'm talking about myself. I mean, forget the na- sound of my voice. I am Chris. I'm the godfather. I'm the Marlon Brando of this show. But anyway, you're listening to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. This is Marking Out, episode number 179. The only reason I know that because I'm looking at the website right now, markingout.com, where you can comment on old past episodes you can look at a bunch of stuff there's some videos and whatnot and all that good stuff so you can go there uh these guys have a facebook page also i'm not considering myself a member of the marketing team because i have retired from the podcasting world um you can go to facebook.com slash marketing out and continue the conversation there also you can follow them on twitter at marketing out where they live tweet predominantly during raw and just tweet good stuff in general uh, any questions, comments, concerns, you can email them at markandout1 at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on – well, don't follow me on Twitter because – see, the, I actually got a tweet from somebody the other day because my YouTube account is linked to my Twitter. So I've been posting a lot of videos of stuff that I've been doing and somebody's like, oh, my God, Chris returned to Twitter. Like somebody actually like that follows me is like keeping a cord of every time that I tweet out stuff. But that's why I tweet right now. But you can if you want to follow me, you can follow me at Chris Sween Dog. I'm also sitting here with Dave, the rave that Dixie Carter craves. I don't know because I'm looking at the screen cap from last week. And Dave, you can follow him on Twitter at Dave the rave underscore M.O. Dave, how are you? I am doing amazing, and it is awesome to have you back. You have not lost it at all. I know. Good. I keep so, my keep my chops up, brother. Yeah. Welcome back. Welcome back. Yeah. So I've got a little a lot of time. We're all sitting here with the Count of Monte Fisto, the Blue Dragon himself, cousin Brandon. Brandon Brandon, you can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161, the man who's on the B- the BTTG Summer Tour, all fisting no fury last night, was the stop at Jones Beach Amphitheater to go see Aerosmith. Brandon, how you doing? People come to me, they say, I'm just kidding. We're going over here. <laughs> oh, come on. I almost marked it. I'm doing awesome as always. Come on, that would have been, like, been such like an old school open to the show. <laughs> yeah, it was. It would have been too. Brando, come on. Brando? No, Brando. Like, you just lost it. No. Come on. No. She just I don't broke know. so many hearts of listeners. I don't think most of our listeners even remember that. Yeah, some of them do. Yeah, but for the most that don't, go back and listen to old episodes on MarkingOut.com. And iTunes. Yes. And, St- and Stitcher. I still get emails from Stitcher Radio about like this podcast. Like, your new episode's up. I'm like, oh, good. They posted the podcast. <laughs> Wonderful. 
Yeah. Good. But, it hasn't stopped yet. Yeah, it hasn't stopped yet. Good. Good. Um, anyway, what do you guys do now? We, well, uh, we, we sit around and we talk and we're like, what do we do now? And then okay. we like go into the questions and comments. Oh, yeah. Well, Brandon, how's Aerosmith? It was really good. And I was disappointed with the uh, Slash is touring with Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators or something like that. No and Miles Kennedy is the lead singer from Alter Bridge. No way. I wish they sang. Like, I know Alter Bridge songs because of Metalingus and Open Your Eyes. If they sang both those things, I would have been, I would have marked out for either one of them. But no, no, just Velvet Revolver and Guns N' Roses covers. Well, you also, you also have uh, the Major Brothers, um, I think OVW theme song or FCW, whatever it was. OVW. Uh, the song that Slash did with Daughtry, uh, What I Want. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't, I don't even know if, I don't think he did that, but. But uh, last week there was a question that got left off. We kind of answered it, but I feel like I'll read it anyway because Kyle's cool. He supports us. Kyle supports us, but damn, is he late on those comments. But we did record it But early. not really late, right? yeah. We recorded it earlier. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't even think the week before he was late. I think, again, we recorded on a Thursday. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. he goes on to say, hey, guys. Hey, what, Hold on, let's take this. <laughs> Legit? Like, what the uh -huh. fuck? That scared the shit out of me. Hey, hey, let me get all you back. I'm recording the podcast. That's Chris's ringtone, by the way. Yes, I'm recording the podcast. Okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, okay, sorry. If you want Brandon to record No, I'm retired. I'm, I'm retired. Yeah, I got drunk one day, and I was like, Brandon, I need a ringtone. <laughs> and, and that's what came out. Yeah. But anyway, Kyle says, hey guys, what a week for WWE. I really enjoyed Money in the Bank and Raw uh, was just entertaining. Three returns, new Divas champion, and the Emma situation. I was going to comment this week regarding Jack Swagger going back to being the All-American American gimmick and facing Rusev. However, WWE beat me to it. Love that segment. And finally, there's a real USA chant that can get over with the real Americans. That was my markout moment for the week. I only hope they can do something special with these two. Thinking outside the box, if they get to SummerSlam, Swagger versus Rusev, flag on a pole match. Very old school. Have a good fourth and three-day weekend. Uh, so thank you for that comment from last week. Sorry we didn't get get it onto this week's show or the I, last I, week's show. Yeah, I got to agree with him, though. Like I, We didn't use it as a mark-out moment of the week because I didn't even think about it, but I definitely marked out when... Uh, he came out with Coulter to, uh, I guess, answer uh, as the answer to Rusev. Yeah, your flagpole was at full whatever. I don't even know what to say there. I don't know yeah. about flagpole junk. But. And, and those Japanese arm drags were actually pretty good. Yeah, no, for sure. And there, there really was a lot going on last week with Monday Night Raw and wrestling. I mean, the one thing that everyone leaves out is Kali returned. I mean, come on. <laughs> that, that may have been the best return ever. And, oh and probably one of the worst cover songs that we've ever heard on this show. What do you mean? When you sang his theme song. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> it's close. Sure. It's close. All right. Big E wrote in to us. Five, five, five. Hey, Marks. Sorry I forgot to comment. I was waving the U.S. flag all week long because I'm the all-American Langston. Brandon, I've called, yeah. 
Brendan, I've called you three times, but this Sunday we have plans to go dancing with Fandango and Layla. Please don't forget. It's Fandango. And now it's time for the five degrees of E. Number one, the dry cleaners lost my Ohio, uh, Iowa Hawkeye singlet. Number two, Rusev in his sweaty forehead. That thing's Wait, pretty bad. Biggie wrestled for Iowa? I don't think so. He fucking has the singlet, doesn't he? Not Iowa, does he? What singlet is it? I don't know. I have to look it up now. I know he. I don't think he. He definitely didn't wrestle NCAA. I don't think. I have no um, idea. Number three, Brandon. I showed the podcast to Vince, and then I lost the IC title. Good job, Brandon. Number four, Curtis Axel for stealing my singlet. Number five, WWE has instituted a strict no kibasa policy and have Kibasa. added it to the wellness policy. Uh, by the way, Biggie Langston did did attend the University of Iowa, yeah, but he was a football player and he was redshirted in 2004 and missed the 2005 season due to an injury sustained in preseason camp. Interesting. I was uninformed, but now I am. Knowledge oh, and today is, uh, today is the anniversary of his first ever powerlifting competition, July 11th. So congratulations to you, Biggie Langston. Yes, today's also free Slurpee Day, so congratulations, Biggie Langston, even further. <laughs> Bonus, I was Emma's getaway driver, but I got distracted texting Brandon. So, Brandon. It's says have- peace after that. But then there's more for Biggie Langston. Yeah. Brandon, you want to read this one? Because you could do his impression uh, a bit better than me. So I was listening to the episode as I commented, and really, Dave... My spirit through the ropes is not getting old. It's the most devastating move in all of pro wrestling. Dave, you have made an enemy for life. Huh? I'm speechless. I didn't really expect yeah, you're talking. that side. I don't get that, that whole I'm speechless thing when people speak. Right? Yeah, yeah, no, I can agree with that one. But yeah, that's Bam Roasted to you because you shouldn't, you shouldn't be... Uh, I don't know, ripping on Biggie Langston because he's cool? Just kidding. He's wait, 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 wait. Uh, I was about to be like, wait, did Brandon just say Biggie was cool? Yeah. Um, yeah. I apologize if I offended you. And yeah, but it's getting old. You got to start You got to start bringing out some new moves. Yeah. But I'm also, I've said it before, I'm not a fan of the power wrestlers. But, so. but regardless. That's regardless, one. are you going to be dancing with him? That's two. That's two. And no, I'm not going to be dancing with him. Why? I don't. I gave up dancing a long time ago. I'm retired from almost everything. Um, okay, read the next one. Yeah, go ahead. B Montan B says, "Hey guys, great podcast this week, and I would first just like to ask, whatever happened to the ringside reactions? Also, I would like just to throw out a Power Ranger fun fact." and say that the White Ranger costume is actually part of a different season in Japan. Uh, thanks again. Follow me on Twitter at NYWC underscore sign guy. Um, whatever happened to ringside reactions? I don't Franklin, know. I, Franklin I, went missing again. I don't really <laughs> consider myself a part of it because I probably was on like one show. I there think. was only one show. No, there was three, I think. Wasn't no, there was there? two. You guys did like the hardcore talk. I remember Did that. we ever get – we did, did like, that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah we did that, that one. one. You did like a WrestleMania one, I think. And that was it. Yeah. Because we were, we were going to do that second one on my birthday and then Google Hangouts was like – And we were yep. like, well, we can't do it. And then we just – we did it and then that was it. It just kind of 
fell by the wayside. Yeah, we let I, it go. We would that ever? Free. Would let that ever go. come back? Maybe. Yeah. Or is I'm, that like probably not? I mean, maybe, maybe for like a random episode. Yeah, I mean, I could. I don't want to be on it, but I could film it. <laughs> I yeah. don't want to be on it. Dave's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm not. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm good with not being on it. He goes, no, you, you really should bring up, bring back ring, ringside reactions, but I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I'll listen from afar. I'm good. Dave cool. can be my PA for the shoot. I can get him just gaff like, no, tape no, everything. No, no, even that, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get to the next comment. Up oh, next, we have a question, a comment actually from Ali saying, "Empathy is when you can relate to or share another's feelings. They don't necessarily have to be sad. And sympathy is when you feel pity or sorrow for someone. Uh, to me, still whatever. Empathy and sympathy. I guess or, the only reason why I get confused is because nobody uses it right, or not nobody. A lot well, of people now, don't well, use it. Well, now you know though." But a lot of people don't use it correctly, so that's why it's like, fuck, what is this? Uh, and then uh, she went on to say, still waiting on that invite to make s'mores, Brandon, to which, uh, well, and then she goes on, have a great week, you guys, at, uh, at the Alley Cat 1122, the number 3.14159265355 mark, because apparently we can have numbers now. Uh, you could have always had numbers. Everybody could be <laughs> claim your markdom. I'm the number one. Brandon is LeBron Mark. James gonna be six or is he gonna be twenty three? The number six or the number twenty three? Yeah, when he goes back to Cleveland, he uh, should definitely change his number. All he right. shouldn't be six anymore. All right, well, he should um, be twenty three because I still have a LeBron James twenty three Cavs jersey. Jeez. Well, it's in Knicks colors because I thought back in the day he was gonna go to the Knicks, but he didn't. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it was ten bucks. I found it on one of those like dirt cheap jersey oh. sites. Sold. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, didn't you make s'mores the other night and you didn't invite Allie? No, there was a, a notice on the, the website that said, so it's settled Wednesday night, grilled s'mores and ghost stories. Because so. I got a phone call from you guys talking about how you wanted go, some ghost stories. No, no, you didn't and... get a phone call from you guys. You got a phone call from Railroad Rudy asking you if you um, knew any ghost excuse, stories. Excuse me, but you were on the line as well because you could hear you in the background talking. <laughs> was, he so. being, was he being the ghost? Was he going, <laughs> no, no, he was just doing his little laughter that he was doing. I, like, no, because like, I, I told him, I said to you're like, yo, ask him about Cropsy. Because Dave's like, eh, I don't really have time right now to tell I you don't. a ghost story. I don't. <laughs> I was outlining my gross anatomy. I have to, I had to do it. And Rudy Rudy was like, so tell me about Cropsy. He goes, Cropsy. Ask Brandon about Cropsy. I was like, I just told him to ask you about Cropsy. Because everything, every time, for since 2012, since we started, since we went to the, the first PWS event, every time we would drive to Jersey and pass Cropsy on that sign near Coney Island or whatever, Dave would always be like, so you ever hear the story about Cropsy? It's true. And never told me the story about Cropsy. This is 2012. It's now 2014. Every single everyone, time. Everyone passed, that went to sleepaway camp knows about Cropsy. I didn't go to sleepaway camp. I've slept outside of places, but not. All right. Next comment, camp, is from, comment is from Andrew. Hey, guys. The podcast from us. Wait. Hey guys, the podcast from Awesome as always. Copyright to Brandon. Probably was awesome as always. Yeah, it probably was. 
It's been amazing how far it's come since the uh, since the at the time build longest episode in marking out history, episode forty five. My first episode after Chris handed me a flyer at Daniel Bryan signing. Regard regardless, that's. <laughs> We're gonna edit that. That's what number are we up to? Uh, it's five. It, no, it really did. Oh, because Dave said it two yeah, more I times. That's it. right. Yeah. And, and I have the first, the only time, the only reason why I said regardless, which is now six in the first place, was to mess up his comments. And what's funny is like we haven't said it the past like two or three episodes. Well, Chris comes back and you say it. I don't know. Yeah. I have to give Dave and Brandon credit for carrying this podcast for so long by themselves. One question. Where do you think Kurt Angle's legacy with the WWE and professional wrestling stands as opposed to Stone Cold, The Rock, and Triple H? Thanks, guys. From the number two mark at DrewFem97. Who's the number one again? Huh? Who's the number one again? Me. Oh, yeah, that's right. I assume. Yeah, it has to be. (laughs) By the way, I told some random guy I saw in a wrestling shirt in London uh, to listen to Marking Out, but I'm not sure if it worked, LOL. So, wrestling fan from London that was wearing the wrestling shirt, if you are listening, let us know. Are you guys Um, ever thinking about making a pro wrestling tea store? No. Yeah. No, no, I never thought. I've thought about it. I'm not a fan of it. Um, okay. Don't you have to like sell 25 shirts or something like that to actually make money? I don't even. know. I think I don't know. I think it's you have to sell a certain amount before you could actually have four shirts being sold up there, or something uh, like that. But I still want to get that. We we had the shirt idea <laughs> of Brandon's face as the PWG logo, and it's somewhere floating on my one of my hard drives, and I still want to make that shirt. I still have that original shirt. Do you? Uh, oh yeah. So come on. I see <laughs> all the. I save every single one of my t-shirts. Yeah. Um. So do you want to comment on this one, Chris? I mean, you. How does it make you feel that there's a listener out there that's been listening since episode 45 because of you, and he's still currently listening, and it's already episode 179. That's awesome, as always. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Uh, yeah, but um, yeah, you gotta hand out flyers. Yeah, that's like sure. that's 134 episodes later. That's almost yeah, two. That's um, like two years. I, that's I insane. thank you. For, you definitely listened to more episodes than I have. That's for damn sure. Yeah, uh, me too. Yeah, uh, thank you very much, Andrew, for listening for so long. I mean, I know that there's other listeners out there that have listened uh, for a long time too. But I mean, let us know how long you guys have been listening uh, to the podcast. But thank you very much. We appreciate it. Um, Kurt Angle-wise, his legacy with the WWE, I think he has solidified himself as a Hall of Famer. Absolutely. Yeah, but not to the same stature of as Triple H. In, in the WWE aspect, he hasn't had the same impact in the WWE as Stone Cold The Rock and or Triple H. I, like, he, Triple he, H is going to have his own fucking wing. Oh, yeah. But I mean, to, like, he's, he's going to make himself... Make a, he did make a big, uh, le- uh, big mark in the WWE for what he has done and everything. Yeah, and I think Kurt Angle of, I mean, The Rock is up there with his, uh, what was I going to say, ability to to be an athlete. His athletic ability is what I was going to say. But Kurt Angle, what a fantastic professional wrestler! Like, yeah, when he, when he debuted, it was just one of those standout guys that could definitely have been something someday, and now. 14 years later it's definitely kind of, hall of fame it's kind of funny like what happened what like i don't know i doubt anybody has ever thought about this but what if 
when Kurt Angle showed up in ECW that they didn't do that uh, crucifixion angle and Kurt Angle stuck with ECW. How much of everything would have changed? Kurt Angle would have, I think, ended up in WCW at some point. Mm-hmm. At that point, and then in WWE. I could, I could definitely see that. I could see that, yeah. especially because WWE at the time. I don't know if he was a fan of their product. I think that it was still like uh, Attitude Era ish, or am I wrong? Uh, like they, they still, they still had storylines that were kind of uh, pushing the border a bit. Yeah. Well. Um, but yeah, Kurt Angle's amazing. I really hope that he, I think he'll end his career with the WWE. I hope. One can only hope. All right, next con- Next uh, question. Is from Jasmine. Hey, you guys. That's hilarious. Hey, you guys. <laughs> I'm going to tell a story right now that uh, a friend of mine and his brother, twins, bet his brother bet him that it was Sylvester Stallone. That played Chuck. That played uh, Sloth. Shut the fuck up. For a hundred bucks. For one hundred bucks, he took the bet (laughs) and lost a hundred bucks because. Yeah, he paid up. Wow. (laughs) Like that's so. It's the funniest thing because I could picture Sylvester Stallone. That's what he sounds like. But but she goes. She says, "Hey, you guys. Great episode as always." Dave dying of laughter was hilarious. It was even more funny, oh, I'm sorry, even more hilarious when Brandon and Jason joined in. Also, doesn't Bull Dempsey remind you of Rhino a bit? Not really in his moves, but in his looks. In my opinion, he kind of looks like him from far away. Anyway, thanks again for the always entertaining podcast episodes. Can't wait to hear more. At Reverse Enemassage. Um... Did you know that uh, Sloth was actually played by John Matsuzak, who passed away in 1989 at the age of 38? He was a former American football defensive lineman in the National Football League. Yes. Interesting. Yeah, there you go. Um, But anyway, Bull Dempsey kind of reminds me of a larger version of Taz. Maybe it's just the singlet. Yeah. I mean, I could could see Taz. I could definitely see Rhino, though. In like the last week on NXT, they aired a, a promo, and I could definitely see Rhino, but... More so, I'm going to say no, just based off, I guess, because we've seen him for how many years now on the indie scene? Yeah, and like wrestling-wise, I mean, for his size and body and everything, physique, I think he really has to go into that brawler um, character a lot more. Brooklyn Um, brawler. Yeah, Um, as for the end of the podcast, yeah, that was a lot of fun. My apologies if anybody was offended by uh, the usage of that word. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think anybody was offended because I was reading it off of something like I wasn't calling anyone it, but I wanted to apologize if anybody did get offended. So never yeah. apologize um, on your own show. Check it. Uh, ben <laughs> wrote into us, "Hey guys, amazing show as per usual. I wanted to ask if you would enjoy a feud between Sting and Brock Lesnar. This hasn't been rumored or anything." I just thought it would. Uh, I just thought it could add to Lesnar's streak of victories over legends. Maybe he should just call, uh, just be called the Legend Killer and not Randy Orton. Although considering Sting's age, I'm not sure how he'd do in the ring versus the Beast. Kind regards and wishing you a great week, Ben H. Um, I've never thought about that at all. Thank you very much for submitting a fantasy booking. 
I mean, I've been at, mentioning people submitting fantasy bookings, and finally we got one. Um, I would never want to see that. I don't. I wouldn't want to see it either. I mean, I'm not going to say never. Like if it was Sting from like the early '90s versus yeah, Brock Lesnar from 2002 or something. So pretty much you'd say never because it's never going to yeah. happen with that. Uh, unless I mean, WWE pulls it off where Sting's going to announce that he's in uh, two, uh, 2K15, maybe that. Wait, is that the thing that's going to be posted on Monday for the no, 7 nobody knows. I, I think it's either going to be uh, – either if it's not the 2K related, it's going to be for that Great American Bash DVD because that's being released the day after. Yeah. So, um, Or maybe it's yeah. like teaming up with the Young Bucks. I don't know. Yeah, right. Um, Sting wise, I don't see him in the, I don't want to see him in versus Brock Lesnar, especially with that victory. I mean, figure Sting's getting up there. I could see him figure if Sting wrestles Brock Lesnar and you have Brock Lesnar defeat Sting, Sting going up against Undertaker, it kind of takes away just a little bit, especially because that first match of Sting in WWE, I think, I think majority of wrestling fans hit for his first match and possibly only match would want it to be against The Undertaker. So, anybody else? I don't know. I would much rather see Sting versus somebody else. I don't know. Just what, like not... a, young, a younger um, wrestler, like putting over younger talent? Yeah, but I don't even know who then. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I think it's one of those things that we really have to take time to think about, especially if it's Sting versus a, a young upcoming ta- uh, talent. I mean, Honestly, though, I would... I think Dolph Ziggler would put on a good match. Yeah. But sell, I mean, sell the shit out for him. Yeah, yeah. He'd make Sting look young. But I feel like you could put Ziggler versus Iron Sheik, pretty much any any wrestler that's a little bit older, and he'll make them look amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's our comments and questions for the week. Thank you very much for submitting all of them. Uh, please continue submitting them for on this podcast on this episode. Much appreciated. Uh, yeah, you know, everyone's gonna everyone's gonna go nuts when they hear me. They're like, oh my god, Chris Back was amazing. Wow, Mr. Ego over here, <laughs> dude. That's what happened the last time. People were just like, oh, like I was getting random tweets. Going, thank you, Chris, for coming back. Hashtag thank you, Chris. But what people don't know is that we've mastered a Chris soundboard, so... Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, let's move on to some uh, sports entertainment talk. We can't talk about the brackets for PWG Battle of Los Angeles? That's for the second half of the show. God damn it, I'm so, not going to make it. Let's, then yeah. let's start. You want If we could start and end with WWE. Why? So you want to do PWG and Impact now? Well, listen, look, I, I don't want to take away from your guys' format of the show. No, I mean, the format, it could change. I don't care. Yeah, there's no, it's not set in stone. I just have to pull up the PWG stuff. Dude. All right, let's, let's talk about PWG then. Yeah. Okay. Um, For between the, the days of August 29th, 2014, August 30th, and August 31st, I will be beating it hard because PWG, <laughs> no, that's not a terrible. <laughs> Battle of Los Angeles 2014 is going to be th- not one. Not two, but three nights of crazy action. I think Super Dragon commented on Twitter, like, this is my masterwork. I really... Is I he, think wait, what does he do there? He, he's the, yeah, he runs PWG. Huh. Yeah. It, it's like him and Joey Ryan, I think, right? Yeah, Excalibur. Excalibur, yeah. Does he, yeah. Not, he doesn't work anymore? Or? No. He came back like two years ago. Everyone went nuts. Yeah, he had a quick thing with Kevin Steen where he was tag team champs. Yeah, that was it. 
Um, yeah, so they started, I mean, they concluded with announcing the final uh, rundown of the 24 wrestlers. Um, 16. And that, how many? 16. No, 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 24. 4, 5, 6, 6, hold on, 7, 8, 9, 10. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they, they, up, they upped it this year. I'm, or they went back to one of their original uh, brackets. All right, man. But, I mean, with the wrestlers that they've announced, it looks amazing. So, so they started announcing some of the matches. Some of the matches. All the uh, matches are announced for the first two days. Yeah. Uh, AJ Styles versus Brian Myers. I think that that's going to be amazing to watch. That's going to be great. And especially now that Brian's on the Indies and trying to make his way around. What a, a stepping stone for him to get, uh, get into PWG. And this is like one of the first things that was announced when he got released was yeah. him going to PWG. And I know from hearing interviews with him that he has always wanted to work PWG. And now that he's getting it, I bet you he's... He's probably Chris, Chris Hard Boner. Chris <laughs> Hard, yeah. <laughs> I, I, could, I could actually see Myers going over in this match. I know. I thought no, you were going to say I could actually see him with a boner. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I actually see PWG and, like, them having that ability to throw just random stuff out there and then use AJ Styles in some uh, exhibition matches on the following nights. Yeah. AJ Styles is the IWGP World Heavyweight Champion. He is the first American IWGP Champion since Brock Lesnar. I'm American IWGP Champion, so they're not going to make him... But he, I mean, he has lost since winning the IWGP uh, championship in like indie, indie matches. I have yeah. to, I have to agree with Dave because they could use AJ Styles uh, in like a singles competition or a tag match the other night. Yeah, I mean, I mean, him losing to Myers is it going to uh, make the IWGP championship look any worse? I mean, technically. It's not even. I don't know. I guess it is. It's because, not even a real championship, anyway. No, I was gonna say because like they do make mention of it and everything. Uh, at P, right, um, PWG, they do mention other championships or no? I forget. I haven't like, watched. The- that's the thing. Like I know some promotions don't mention like, oh, this person's also the CZW champion or whatever. Yeah. Like because it's not their promotion, so I'm not too sure. Um, what matches are you looking forward to, Chris? Uh, I'm working forward to Brian Cage versus Eric Fox because Brian Cage is going to beat the sh- shit out of him. Cage is a freaking beast. Yeah, I mean that's just I mean that's just the first night too. And then you have two non-tournament matches. The first one is going to be a six man, uh, six man with the Young Bucks and Adam Cole facing off against best friends with low moral fiber, Kenny Omega, Chuck Taylor, and Trent. Kenny Omega yeah. making his big return to uh, Battle of Los Angeles, and I saw a lot of people were going absolutely apeshit for that. I think one of the matches that's gonna that has potential to steal the uh, the show for both like the entire thing is Zack Saber Jr. versus Adam Cole. I think that's gonna be something amazing to watch. Yeah, let me ask you something. I think it, isn't Kyle O'Reilly the battle yeah champion? Then why is he uh, facing Drew Gulak? Because he's also the defend. I mean, defending tournament winner. Oh, okay. So I think because he won it last year, they're putting him in the tournament. Okay, and Adam Cole's in. Okay, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So I mean, figure I can see Kyle O'Reilly. I mean, do they use? I don't know if they defend the championships at all. Like, if he loses, he can still defend the championship on the last night. He could. So I'm he not could. too sure. Um, second, second night too looks the returning Matt Seidel. I think this is his first booking since uh, being released by WWE. He's facing off against Chris Hero. That's going to be, like, that's the thing. All these matches, I feel like 
Uh, you can watch the DVD and mark out for every single match. Like Trent, Beretta, uh, Trent versus Rick Swan. That's going to be a hell of a match. Yeah, I feel like they've done that in Evolve recently, too, or somewhere in the Indies I saw. I, I think, well, this actual weekend, I think they're in a triple threat match for Full Impact Pro uh, against each other and uh, uh, okay. Roderick, Roderick Strong. Even ACH versus Kenny Omega, like... Yeah, and ACH, I think Chris was the one of the first people to really say this guy's going to be a star. I think with, National Pro Wrestling Day. Yeah, ACH. That's when and, ACH sat on Chris's couch and said, "Kid, you're going to be a star." No, nah, Chris was the one that called uh, stars on ACH and Andrew Everett, yeah. uh, formerly known as Chibi Kid. So Chris got the eye of the agent. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, so, <laughs> so I go, yeah, I go, I go up to these guys in the locker room, like, you're going to be a star, kid. Now get, on, now get on your knees. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how big of a star you're going to be. Take your, take your pants off, turn around. Let's go. Okay. This is what I uh, call the casting couch. Take yourself off. Okay, uh, relax, Dave. It's disgusting. Dude, no, casting couches are the best. <laughs> Which, oh, one, which one's your favorite? <laughs> like, you, want me to, you want me to tell you? I'll tell you in a minute. I just have to answer, I just have to answer a phone call. Hold on. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, yeah, but overall, PWG looks amazing. I mean, this is pretty much an, in, an indie fan's dream night um, just because of the amount of uh, diversity in wrestling that you're going to be seeing. You're going to be seeing a lot of wrestlers coming from overseas like Zack Sabre, uh, Sabre Jr. and Kenny Omega. And you just you don't really get to see tournaments like this where multiple promotions are kind of coming together. I mean, you have the Ring of Honor. Um, I think Elgin's in it. Uh, you have like Ring of Honor being represented. You have P uh, CZW, PWG, um, and the list goes on and on. All everything Full Impact Pro with Trent Beretta being their champion. Yeah, you El have like all these champions. Elgin's facing Tommaso Ciampa. Yeah, but it, I mean, is it? Each day is it's forty bucks each day for general admission. I'm not too sure. I, I, I honestly I wouldn't be surprised if it was just because of what they're offering, but I'm not too certain. I do know that the uh, that what is it the people, uh, some of the actors from Community always go to them. They always get like casting catches. Tap back to casting couches. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, no, a lot of people, like, um, there's the uh, police officer from True Blood apparently is there, like, every event. Oh, yeah, I, I think I saw him being brought up on one of the uh, uh, Candace and Joey shows. Yeah. Uh, in the background, which is an awesome YouTube show if uh, you guys haven't watched. It's definitely, it's fun. It's fun. Um, yeah, so PWG, Battle of Los Angeles. Make sure you're checking out. If you're in the area... Buy tickets. It's going to be worth it. ProWrestlingGorilla.com. Uh, check it out. Check it out. Not HouseOfHardcore.com. Yes. Because that's something else. Because that's something else. <laughs> it's HouseOfHardcore.net. Um, I guess moving on to... Uh, do we have to? I mean, I guess we should, maybe. I don't what? Know. We, we, got, we got it. We got it. Impact, Impact Wrestling. Oh, that's honestly, great. I stopped... Paying attention to Impact, I deleted it off of my DVR, so I don't even know what's going on. Uh, Honestly, honest, I don't know really, what's going on either. Because I'm not gonna lie, I do not either. There's I, really no, there's nothing, there's no draw factor to it. I mean, even if they're putting on good matches, it's still the storyline-wise and just 
I don't know. There's something about it that's not engaging. I was super excited to watch uh, Impact two weeks ago, whatever, and then I found out that the shows that they taped at the Manhattan Center weren't airing till like seventy thousand weeks later. Which is such a poor I'm idea. Like, what? Like, I just wanted to watch it, and I heard those drew, drew really good, really well. Oh yeah, yeah no, they, they from what they they look like, and from what we've heard, it drew very well. But to record something and tape it, and then wait for so long and to air it, I mean, I feel like you end up losing the initial buzz of everything. Like whoever you have return or. Uh, the oh my god moments. Everybody already talks about, uh, is talking about it and reading about it. So it kind of loses that buzz aspect. So once yeah. it's actually airing, nobody's saying, oh, I have to watch it right now. They're saying, oh, it's, I spoke about it already. It's cool. I'll check it out on YouTube, whatever they, uh, the day, the night, later that night. Right. Um, so they had a battle royal, 20 man battle royal for the number one contendership for the TNA world heavyweight title. Um, and Jeff Hardy won it. Did we ever mention that Lashley's champion now? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. it's stupid. It's, didn't Eric yeah. Young have for like a cup of coffee? It's, it's, it's dumb. I don't think David heard you. What about yeah, a cup of coffee? He Eric said, Young. didn't Eric Young have it for like a cup of coffee? He had it for a good amount, a few months. Yeah. He had, a, he had it since, I think, really Daniel Bryan. Uh, just as long as Daniel Bryan. Yeah, um, basically. Yeah. Uh, I actually think he was the final uh, combatant. I don't know, combatant, whatever. He was the final person to be eliminated by Jeff Hardy in the match. It was yeah, a good. But why good did you say it like that, though? Why did you say, oh, Jeff Hardy won it? No, I'm, I'm not saying it like that. Oh. Yeah, I'm not saying it like that if you interpreted it that way. Yeah. Wasn't it meant for that? Um, but, I mean, I, I think Jeff Hardy could do almost anything. I still think it's unfortunate. Like, I want to see Jeff Hardy in the WWE. Like, I want to see Matt Hardy in the WWE. I'm a WWE fan. I'm not a fan of TNA. Yeah, well. I mean, um, so, yeah, Jeff Hardy's your number one contender. We have Hopefully a... Hopefully we see him defeating uh, Bobby Lashley. We have a new X Division champion. That we do. Austin Aries. Yeah. Yeah, defeating Sonata, which is kind of... Interesting because um, going over to Wrestle, what is it, Wrestle One, Wrestling One, Wrestle One, yeah, Wrestle Japan, One. Uh, Sonata is being billed still as the X Division champion, I think. So I'm not too sure, but yeah, Austin Aries is champion again. I'm. It does nothing for me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. And then I mean, just, and I feel bad, like just having no enthusiasm talking about TNA, but it's not, it's, it's their fault. And it's not the wrestlers. We right, say exactly. so many times, so many damn times when we speak about TNA, it is 100%. All right. 99.5% not the wrestlers. It's the storylines. It's, it's the, it's, it's just because it's, I don't know for me, maybe because it's not WWE. I don't know. Maybe it's just too much wrestling for me to watch on uh, television a week. I mean, maybe it's just too draining for me to go from WWE to watch another promotion on television. I'm not too sure. I don't know. I just think that there's some things here and there that just don't add up all the time. Like, why one week does Taron Terrell return and then 
she's just not there anymore. Isn't she pregnant? No, she had a kid, I believe. Yeah, no, she, she gave birth already. Man, oh man, did she have a kid. She's back in that form. What is... Oh. Yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say? I don't know. You said, man, oh man, did she have a kid. Yeah, like now like, she's... What is that supposed to mean? Now she's back, like, looking like like a knockout. I don't know. Yeah, it's no, a, it's a weird she thing is... To say. I don't know. She, yeah, what? Well, she's still on the uh, Impact uh, roster page. Oh, no, that's definitely a good way to ruin whatever... Uh, steam she had from that initial return i mean terrell is definitely one of the better wrestlers uh knockouts in the division as well so and she's better looking that uh better to look at than angelina love and madison rain so man britney's pretty hot though i actually like i've been watching uh watching her on the in like her indie matches a good amount she's actually really talented you got anything to say about rebel Rebel, I don't think she's wrestling yet, but she's damn fine to look at. I actually I voted for her on that TNA poll. Like uh, it was for the cover of some shit, but I just wanted to give her some support, so I voted for her. Oh god damn it! I'm yeah. looking at Tarantula's Twitter, and it says, um, "A mass Ray posted milfs taking over," and it's "Moms in love with fitness." That's the ew. Yeah, ew. Right. Moms in love with fitness. Fitness in your no, I'm not gonna say that. You can. <laughs> should you should be able to because it's tiny. Yeah, hilarious. Um, yeah. So TNA. I mean, if you want us to speak some, about something specific in TNA, it would definitely help out as opposed to talking about the overall product and getting drained by all of it. Speak about the nipples in TNA. <laughs> well, that Whoa. freak boy. Oh boy, that freak. Has anybody else seen those nipples? What? Who's nipples? The freak. Oh, Rod Terry? No, 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 the freak. No, it's Rod Terry. Just a... <laughs> No. Um, yeah, so that's TNA. I mean, not really much else to talk about there. Yeah, I guess, uh, I guess not. Um, I guess let's move on to some sports entertainment. Well, I mean, I guess we could move on to a musical interlude. Well, you wanted to do NXT in the first half. Correct? Oh, that's right. Wait, do you guys have a musical episode? Yes, we do. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, I would have gave you, but you Yeah, but you can always feel free to uh, email us, Chris, at markingout1 at gmail.com if you have any uh, music. Well, I have plenty of music, but if you but you guys aren't, aren't going to use it on this show. No, not on this episode. I know. Well, I feel like you should since it's my comeback show. You should be playing my music. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we, we, we can't break promises, though. We okay. can't break promises. Okay. Um, blah, blah, blah. I know, I know. But um, do you have any upcoming shows to promote? Yes, July 26th at the Belmore Pool Hall. Uh, it's going to be Carve Your Niche and Give Up the Goods and Kid Carson and I Scurry It. And no, okay. It's not I Scurry It because that's not an Apple. It's not an Apple. They're not an Apple product. They're metal bands. Is Scurry It. I don't know what it is. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. And there's two other bands that are playing too. It's free. Come. Anyway, go to NXT. And if you if you go well if, before we move on, if you go to that show to see Carve Your Niche and you say marking out at the door, you get in for free. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, relax. I'm not Eddie Murphy, like Tony Atlas. <laughs> All right, what do you guys want to talk about now? Yeah, NXT. Uh, WWE NXT. This past week and the past few weeks, it's been really 
Like, honestly, this has been entertaining to me compared to TNA. You know what's the most disappointing thing from NXT? What's that? CJ Parker changed his theme song. Well, I think, like, all of them pretty much changed it. Yeah. Like, Enzo More now has, like, his own theme song on iTunes. Yeah, and I think I I really like that CJ Parker theme song, and I think the reason why they changed it was because it wasn't a WWE theme song. It was, like, somebody from the outside. Yeah. Probably, like, stock or something. Very possible. Um, So this past week was another awesome week. Let me just pull up the results. Well, last Um, week even, there was, it was uh, Justin Gabriel versus... Sami Zayn. Yes. Which is good. Yeah. And uh, I guess Tyson Kidd and him teamed up and beat him up down, beat him up down? Beat him down after the match. Yeah, beat him off after the match. Natalia wasn't so happy that he was doing that, but... (laughs) Yeah, but I, I... I was a big fan of that, um, especially to see Kid and Gabriel together um, as heels. I think that this is going to reinvent them completely and give them a shot to uh, be heavy hitters on the main roster. Yeah. Um, I was a big fan of that. And then last week, we also saw Becky Lynch and Bailey team up to take on Sasha Banks and Charlotte. Uh, Banks and Charlotte picked up the victory. But uh, to note, Becky Lynch stopped or reduced big time with that Irish, uh, the Irish uh, step dancing. Maybe she heard. It was pretty terrible. I, yeah, she really stepped it. I mean, that's kind of funny. She kind of stepped it down. But she stepped it down, I guess. Um, yeah, so I was happy to see that. It was a good match. Charlotte at the end sucked, though. And there was a part during the match where they had her in an arm wrench and they went for the tag. And then Charlotte punched, uh, went for a punch to Bailey, and then had to get awkwardly back in the arm wrench position. It was this. It really showed that Charlotte didn't know any better. Well, she is her father's daughter. That is very true. Um, I guess moving on to this week. Apparently, I watched last week by accident. Well, before you guys get started, um, I have to leave because the baby just woke up. No and, problem. Yeah, and he's standing. He's sitting here with me. You want to say anything, bud? No. Hey, Jordan. Is Hannah here? I'm going to put the headphones on. They're headphones. You can hear stuff in them. No? Can you hear? Hi, Say Jordan. Hi. Say hello. Okay. Hello. hello Jordan. Yep. He's like, he's like, why are you putting these things on me? <laughs> uh, thank you very much for joining us, Chris. Yeah, yeah no you. problem. It was fun. And you can all follow me on Twitter at ChrisWeanDog and like my Facebook page, Facebook.com. There he is. Uh, Facebook.com slash CMS video. Uh, I'm doing a little video production. I'm doing my own freelancing stuff, and I'll be posting videos of stuff I do. Uh, right now, it's going to be a lot of bands because I filmed a three band reunion show. And Wait, that's you filmed a three man band reunion show? Three man band reunion show. <laughs> so um, all the videos are getting posted up, and I posted Cooking with Brandon too. And, yeah? and cooking with Brandon three will happen. I'm just yeah. Well, Brandon just has I, to I have to. I'm I'm writing it. It's it's difficult. I'm writing it though. It's coming. It's safe to say that Dave will not be in it. Yeah. Well, now we can now we can do it with two cameras. Now that I own two cameras. Oh, nice. Yeah. Very cool. Split screen, brother. All right. All right. Thank you very much for coming on again. All right. Bye. Let's go have a bottle, Jordan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So on to this week's of NXT. Um, Anything to note? Well, we have a new number one contender uh, for the women's championship. 
Uh, Summer Rae defeated Bailey. Yeah, and afterwards, uh, she, Summer Rae made sure to tell Sasha Banks that sooner or later, Summer Rae is going to be champion and she's going to want to ha- start hanging around with her. So the summer of summer, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much it's pinning your pitting or pinning 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 your your best uh, BFFs against each other. Now, Summer Rae versus Charlotte. Um, now I don't know if it's pinning or pinning. I'm. A, <laughs> it sounds uh, like it has to be pinning. I don't. I don't think it's pinning. Pinning. You're pitting somebody else against you. You're pinning somebody else against you. I have no idea. But Summer Rae is going to be taking on Charlotte for the championship now. And Sasha Banks is the middle woman, I guess. Yeah. But I could see this being a way to play off uh, Sasha Banks from the product to bring her up to the main stage. But it can't. How the heck is Summer Rae going to be the one to beat? Well, if she can't. That's not realistic well, for her to beat a beat the champion to become champion. She's on the main roster. But it, dude, short memory span. They're not going to. They're they if they. That is uh, absolutely rubbish. If that happens, yeah, that's they, absolutely it's rubbish. It's something that they would they would definitely 100% do that. I, well, that's I mean, Summer Rae is down there on a weekly basis. I mean, yes, it was Paige, but Paige was also the WWE Women's Champion at the time. And yeah. Summer Rae is just uh, on the roster. But what I'm saying is, how do I expect Summer Rae to beat uh, Charlotte for the championship if she is actually on the main roster? And the same reason Paige can't hold two titles or whatever because she's on the main well, roster. I think, it's, I think it's two different things because she Paige actually held the main roster title while Summer Rae hasn't uh, isn't holding the current title. Yeah, I guess. I, I guess think it, it frees up her schedule, and I mean Summer Rae's been on there since even while she's on the main roster, she's been down there on a weekly basis yeah, uh, since right. since her return. Yeah. Um, and I, I honestly, I think she would be a perfect person to be a champion down there. Um, I think that it would be beneficial for her as a wrestler. Um, and she's a very, very talented wrestler. Yeah. Um, and Charlotte just, I don't think that she has enough steam behind her to carry it for much longer. I mean, there are things that she does very well, Charlotte. But there's also things, noticeable things, that she doesn't do very well. So why do you yell at me when I s- express my opinion? Because, about- because you express it in a hateful manner. And then you go ahead and agree with me three weeks later. No, not in a hateful manner. It's the same thing. It doesn't matter no, it if it's isn't. hateful or not. No, it isn't. You completely in your the way that you go about it on Twitter is to insult the person completely. It's not to insult anyone. It's the truth. But there, but the truth the can be is insulting I, or whatnot. It okay, doesn't but, matter. But even still, there's things that I see good about her, though. Too. You don't. I see gave any compliments. Good. You gave no compliments. I said that figure four leg lock, uh, the the choke was good. Oh come on. What I did. Um. If anything, I do think that it's unfortunate because Bailey has fallen like to being that middle woman that the same woman like um. Left in the, uh, I don't know, left in the dust of things alongside Sasha Banks. Both of them, I, from what I've been reading, apparently Bailey and Sasha Banks should be coming up very soon. Well, we so, should see. So pretty much that leaves Summer Rae, um, Charlotte, uh, Alexa Bliss, Alexis Bliss, Alexa Bliss. Alexis. Oh, yeah. Bliss and a few others. So I wonder, maybe they'll, I mean... I guess Brie Bella's gone right now. 
Uh-huh. So that leaves a room, leaves room. Um, Oksana was cut, so that kind of leaves room. Yeah. So we'll see. I mean, I I could definitely see them being brought up, but hopefully it doesn't get lost in the shuffle of things because at the current time, they have sti- side stories going on in the Divas division that they aren't giving enough time to and that because they're not giving enough time to, nobody cares. Right. But I don't, I don't know if I would care anyways if that were to happen. Like if they gave time to Cameron versus Naomi... I'll care about Cam. Uh, Naomi certainly won't care about Cameron, and this is getting more and more. Like every week, it's more and more hate, hate. Yeah, yeah but more I, and more hate towards Cameron. But I think that if, but all right, but if I was a younger fan that was a big Funkadactyl fan, a Brodus Clay fan, I'm intrigued with this. Then I, I mean, know. this is a pretty to me being a, a small uh, young kid. This is a big deal that two of these people that I watched for a very long time are splitting up. Yeah. I mean, they're not giving enough storyline to it or anything. I mean, not the uh, kid that young really needs a, that much build up to it. Right. I mean, um, yeah. So what else did you want to talk about? Uh, I, this well, is one year, the one year anniversary today, 7-Eleven of the Performance Center being open, which is... I guess that's cool. It, it, yeah. We've seen that it did absolute wonders for WWE. Everyone was a buzz about it. I think that is completely beneficial. I mean, look at the wrestlers that they've been uh, that have been down there. I mean, and plus look at the amount of uh, tryouts that they've had down there. Yeah. I mean, I, I haven't heard this many tryouts in a long time. It's like every maybe once a month or once every two months, there's a tryout for something. Yeah. Um, Bull Dempsey had another match, uh, this time defeating Angelo Dawkins. Um, it's going to take me a little bit to get over on Bull Dempsey's uh, um, in-ring ability and everything. I mean, we were big fans of him, big supporters, but I want to see that brawler style. I want to see him more physical, more angry, more hateful. He pulled the guy by his ear. Yeah, but I want to see more. I want to see more. But it, this is only his... Second match, I believe, so uh, not really much you can show me on two matches. Yeah. Um, main event, you saw Justin Gabriel and Tyson Kidd team up alongside with Natalia um, to defeat Adrian Neville and Sami Zayn. A uh, very good back-and-forth match. There was, like, this match and last week's match were very, very well done. And... Uh, this match came to an end when Natty was up on the turn on that not the turnbuckle on the apron and she got knocked off and Tyson went to like look like he was going to go check on her and same Sami Zayn went to go check as well and Tyson did like a quick roll up for the win but uh, so that's like kind of showing how he's cheap and everything but the, these matches this is this goes back to superstars from like 2011 yeah it's like. You got to watch these matches. You absolutely have to. I mean, now you're adding uh, Neville and Zayn in the uh, into the class of Gabriel and Kid, and it's it, it's just awesome. I still don't understand how people don't see like how I can see Justin Gabriel as a, like a younger Shawn Michaels. I I saw that. I think I was the one that actually initiated that when we spoke about it. I think I'm the one that said that he reminded me of a young Shawn Michaels coming up. 
That's not what. So that scared the fuck out of me. What? I don't Spider? know. It's like a, no, it's like a loud truck motor that just roared right outside my window. Oh man. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I could definitely see Justin Gabriel doing very good things. They just have to give them the time. I mean, right now, if they, I would love for them to keep Kid and Gabriel together and bring them to the main roster and do something with them. Bring them back to the main roster. Yeah, bring them back to the main roster, but do something with them as a team. Yeah. I mean, even if it's a, I mean, as as heels, they don't have to. They could go against the Wyatt family. Yeah. They could go against anybody, and they're still gonna get, they're gonna be good. They're gonna be great matches. Yeah, they're gonna be wonderful matches. Yeah. So WWE, do it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So don't we have musical interlude this week? Yes, musical interlude is. I don't know. Do I say it's Ring Rope Rebellion or do I say it's Jason? Um, you can say Jason of Ring Rope Rebellion. Yeah, I guess it's Jason from Ring Rope Rebellion. You can follow him on Twitter at Ring Rope Rebel. It's, uh, Constabated, which is a Wrecking Ball parody, Miley Cyrus. Uh, good song. And, uh, we'll be right back here on Marking Out. I took X lax time to face facts. I strained, clenching my butt tight. I tried like hell to kill the smell, but I would always lose outright. Don't you ever say flush the pain away. I will always dump you. Straining for my life. Hope I don't need a butter knife. I will My butt was constipated, y'all I couldn't even poop at all I was trapped inside the bathroom stall I strained but it was stuck inside me My poop was stuck inside me I pooped in pain, my butt did strain And now I got hemorrhoids I cursed in vain, tried to detain the pain Give me the brown noise Don't you ever say flush the pain away I will always dump you Straining for my life, hope I don't need a butter knife I will always dump you My butt was constipated, y'all I couldn't even poop at all I was trapped inside the bathroom stall I strained but it was stuck inside me My butt was constipated, y'all I couldn't even poop at all I was trapped inside the bathroom stall I strained but it was stuck inside me My poop was inside me I never meant to fart indoors I just needed to expel some gas and instead of using force I guess I should have let it pass I never meant to fart indoors I just needed to expel some gas I guess I should have let it pass. 
Don't you ever say flush the pain away, I will always dump you. My butt was constipated, y'all. I couldn't even poop at all. I was trapped inside the bathroom stall. I screamed, but it was stuck inside me. My butt was constipated, y'all. I couldn't even poop at all. I was trapped inside the bathroom stall. I screamed, but it was. Stuck inside me, my group was stuck inside me, stuck inside me. Welcome back to Marking Out Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. That was Constipated, a uh, wrecking ball parody by uh, Jason of Ring Rope Rebellion. So thank you very much for contributing that song to the podcasts. To the podcast. I don't know why I said podcasts. But uh, I'm a fan of parody songs. Uh, so thank you for submitting that. Thank you for letting us use it. And uh, let's move on to some WWE talk, shall we, Dave? Let's do it up. Let's kick things off with SmackDown. How's that sound? Yeah, SmackDown sounds great. How does kicking it off with the middle sound? Yes, there again, no bads. I don't know if again, uh, there were aren't, I don't know, whatever. There's no there's no bads this week. Uh, middles, though, Bo Dallas defeated Diego of uh, Los Matadores. I hope that Bo Dallas doesn't get stuck in a feud with Los Matadores. Well, well yeah, we'll El see. Matador. <laughs> it's not El Matador. Well, there's only one. Yeah, but it's still, I don't know, whatever. Uh, I, I like Diego's move set though. I really do. It's like, it's uh, just like the the. I don't even know what to call them. They're not chops, but I just see him as a wasted space. Well, like he's just a time uh, space filler. Well, the one thing that I didn't like about this was how Bo Dallas's finisher just. I mean, to me, it doesn't look like a strong move. No, like, it's, it he, looks exactly how it has always looked. It has never looked like a strong, powerful move or well, anything like that. I think, that. like when Spike Dudley did did that, like it was like a little guy doing it, and he's overcoming so much. He's running with them, and boom, smashes their head down to the mat. I guess but, he also did kick a lot with it. Yeah, but, but Bo but Dallas, Bo Dallas can't do that because Bo Dallas, like that's not part of his his character. Yeah, it just doesn't like Diego just loses after that move. It does it doesn't seem like a natural thing. Mm -hmm. But uh after this match, Bo is talking to El Torito about if he wants to grow, he has to just believe in himself. And uh Torito taunted him, which led Bo Dallas to pick him up and slam him down to the mat. So I always get so uh Nervous. Um, yeah, very nervous. I, I've spoke about this already, so screw it. Yeah, another middle we have. We have AJ defeating Eva Marie. Uh, I can't put this in the bads because it wasn't terrible. Yeah, but that wrestling, but she's got to improve. It just wasn't good. Um, Eva Marie has so much. I mean, I feel so awful to say it, but you know for a fact that it is exactly what the WWE is saying, like the, the heads and whatever. Um, that she has so much potential due to her look. I do, I do like that. Uh, 
I guess during the match or right before it started or dur- probably during the match, she did like a hair flip into AJ's face as a yeah. move and then like pushed AJ. I like that. So there's, if, there's a lot that if, she does do that I'm a fan of. If, I like if how she's she- listening to this. Stick with that hair flip. I liked it. I, I'm a big fan of the way that I think she reacts to her opponents and to the crowd very, very well. Like how she, I mean, I even said this a long time ago when she would blow the kisses to the fans. Yeah. I think that, I think that she has that mannerism about her that she knows exactly what to do. She just has a black cloud over her because WWE set her up to fail in the first place. Yeah. She really, she's, she has a large obstacle in front of her that she's going to have to overcome. Yeah. And I, I think I speak for the both of us that I definitely want to see her overcome that obstacle. Yeah. I would I mean, love to see her. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I, just one thing to note yeah. with the commentators in this match, I, I really I can't stand when, when somebody's name is being pronounced wrong. And the whole match, they just kept calling her Ava Marie. And it's Ava? like, yeah. Okay. And I, I just, I don't, I don't get what, like, her name's Eva. Don't say Ava. It's as simple as that. Eva. Yeah. Just like that. Um, and then on to the goods. Yeah, they Seth, kick off with, yeah. Seth Rollins cut a promo about how he's going to cash in his contract and then, and uh, how Ambrose stopped him. And he said that John Cena was close to losing his championship and he'll be champion soon. Uh, Dean Ambrose came out, which, and then he basically guaranteed Seth Rollins that he'll be there every single time Rollins goes to cash in, which furthermore seems like Seth could be the person to go the full year without getting a chance to cash in. I think that that would be great storyline wise and would keep it completely relevant for an entire year. Yeah. And it's like, then it, then that could set up even like a triple threat or something for the title or something, I don't know. But Dean Ambrose went down to the ring at, to, I guess, brawl with Seth, but Randy Orton ran down and started to beat down Dean, which brought out Roman Reigns, and then Triple H came out and said that Roman Reigns is banned from ringside for Dean Ambrose versus Randy Orton. So Dean Ambrose is becoming a big baby face. Yeah. Big time baby face. Especially I- even more so with, Stopping Seth Rollins from yeah, cashing in, for sure. I actually think that this entire story uh, storyline story um, <laughs> of him preventing Rollins from cashing in is going to make him a bigger babyface than Reigns. Yeah, it, but it'll be they'll all branch out and uh, and establish themselves as huge stars of WWE. So, oh yeah, big time, yeah. big time. Um, we had Sheamus right on Sheamus match. Yep. Sheamus defended his U.S. championship against Alberto Del Rio. Um, it was a, it was a decent match. Yeah, and he picked up the victory. Uh, during the match, Michael Cole made mention that both are former Royal Rumble winners, which is still like to me mind blowing that Sheamus won. It's my, I mean, yeah, I I can't say about Del Rio because Del Rio ha- had a lot with that. Yeah. But uh, during the actual match, Del Rio did a backstabber to Sheamus on the ring apron, which to me looked like it should hurt him more than it would hurt Sheamus. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... A backstabber? I, yeah. The, the backcracker? The back, it's the same thing. 
Uh, We've established it's, it's the same back thing. Backcracker. Backstabber, backcracker. Yeah, but it was it was cool. Uh, at one point, Sheamus was on the top turnbuckle, as was Del Rio. Del Rio was seated up, sat, sat upon. What is it? He was on top of the top turnbuckle, sitting there, and Sheamus did the beats to the chest behind him on top on the top rope. So that was kind of cool. The Del Rio needs to cut promos, uh, but back to the way that he was when he first debuted. Where he was that rich, arrogant, multi-millionaire. Yeah. I mean, there it's been a long time since we even... I mean, I don't even know if fans still know, remember that he's a multi-millionaire and that entire gimmick. It's like they completely dropped all of that and just left the arrogance. And that we barely ever see anymore. Yeah, but maybe we'll see it more so on the coming weeks of Raw and SmackDown with the Battle Royal Championship or whatever. I don't know. For the Intercontinental Championship. I hope but so. There was a promo, backstage promo with Goldust and Stardust, um, which I think have been a lot better since the time Stardust just sang When You Wish Upon a Star, because I did not like that at all. But these just, it, it's cool to see them. Like, it's, it kind of shows that Stardust is kind of off his rocker, just like his brother. Yeah, I was a big fan of this. Um, I, like you just said, I like how they're kind of one-upping each other and Goldust is just like there's no one more bizarre than me and everything I thought that their interactions are awesome and they make such a great uh, baby face tag team Yeah, which is something that we spoke about so often that they desperately needed on the main roster. It's just like we haven't seen them tag up recently-ish so on yeah. Raw or Smackdown but yeah and I, I mean uh, this gimmick with Cody Rhodes is perfect um, it completely changes everything. It gives him a lot more steam. And then once he loses this gimmick, I could easily see him being as close as he has ever been to that WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Yeah. I really hope. I really hope so because there was a uh, two years ago we thought for sure that he was going to win the championship at some point. Yeah. And I hope that it's all coming full circle with this gimmick. Yes. Uh, Chris Jericho's highlight reel was cut off by the Wyatt family on the Titantron, and Jericho went to respond to them, but Miz's music hit, and he came out and spoke about how Jericho cut him off on Raw last week, and uh, Miz got into the ring and right away got hit with a codebreaker. So yeah, Miz is having a great return and leaving off and starting off where he left off, um, completely. Uh, lack of care from the fans. I wouldn't so, say that. I don't know. I think I think Chris Jericho can can inject that into the fans. Yeah, but once Chris Jericho leaves, what's going to happen to the Miz? Well, Miz? that's something you're going to have to find out for yourself, darling. Like I I don't know. Um Cesaro, and, you have more yeah. to say about that or no? No, 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 that's it. Yes, yeah, Cesaro versus Biggie Langston never happened because Cesaro just went crazy and wouldn't stop attacking him. I love it. It shows that uh, Cesaro is still a force to be reckoned with. I think that even uh, in loss, he still looks like he, without being a champion, he looks like the one of the guys to. He looks like a champion regardless. He, yeah, which is now seven, I think. Which is something that. I don't think we have said about anybody in such a long time 
Cesaro is he's kind of like the people's champion. Like he doesn't need a championship around his waist or on his shoulder. Like he's a champion in our eyes, and he's by from the promos to the capacity to his of his matches to even losing matches to Biggie and uh, Swagger and everyone. And Kofi. Yeah, and Kofi, and still looking like a star. Yeah. I mean, you, it's, this is something that you really don't see too often. Um, and WWE has a, uh, a gem right now. Absolutely. We also uh, we saw Damian Sandow. This was SmackDown Live from New Jersey. Came out dressed as the boss, Bruce Springsteen. That was a terrible impression. Uh, but... Honestly, I think it was a it was a really good Bruce impression if you ever heard him speak, and I, I give I give Sandow major props for that. But Rusev ended up cutting him off before anything could happen, and uh, then he kicked Sandow and then threw him out of the ring. Which uh, Lana then started cutting a promo, but was cut off by Jack Swagger and Zeb Coulter, and uh, so we'll see how where that goes from here from there. I'm so happy for this. Uh, that Jack Swagger is in this role again. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I really do think that he's going to take the ball and run with it, and it's going to. I think it's going to end very well. I think that Jack Swagger with the USA chance, he is going to be that All American Jack Swagger. Like I, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, you also had Dean Ambrose defeating Randy Orton, um, right? Main event time? Yeah, but he, he won by disqualification. Yeah, by DQ. Yeah, Seth Rollins hit Ambrose in his injured shoulder with the briefcase. And uh, Seth Rollins and Randy Orton continued to beat Dean Ambrose down, and uh, that led Roman Reigns to run down for the save. So we're kind of see, seeing uh, Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns are still, like, they're not a tag team. They're not the Shield anymore, but they're still aligned with each other because yeah. neither of them did anything wrong, so. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, let's move on to some Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Damn, did Monday Night Raw kick off with a bang. Uh, gonna, we always say that. We always do goods, middles, and bads. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, you want to do goods? Because well, I feel like my win all I can rant about. So let's, let's go with goods. I mean, it's everything. Going okay. with the goods. Uh, Roman Reigns and Kane brawled like mofos in the intro to start off Raw. Um, I well, was big... well, Roman Reigns was saying how Kane's been acting like Randy Orton's bitch, basically. Yeah. And then, yeah, they, they started brawling. Agents came out and referees tried to break it up. Finley took a spear. Yeah, Reigns ended up pushing Jamie Noble. Like you said, he speared Finley. Then he hit the Superman punch on Kane. Yeah, uh, which looked amazing. And Kane was being held back by IRS. And Joey Mercury. Yeah, and Joey Mercury. I don't know what Dean Malenko did, but he was out there. He was signing autographs, taking pictures. <laughs> Come on, it's Dean Malenko, of course. Why does he have to get involved? He's the one. He's the man. He's he's a tech, technical master. He yeah. doesn't have to get involved with that stuff. Um, first match of the night, kicking it off with the Wyatts taking on the Usos. Um, a very good match. I I even though that they're doing this so much and a lot of fans are saying that Wyatt versus Usos is getting very overplayed 
I feel like I could watch this a lot. Yeah, I saw some people on Twitter were saying that they were bored with this and say that it's repetitive, but this one, man, this was exciting to me. Yeah, even with that ending, with yeah. the end where it's very possible, controversial. The, yeah, the wrong Uso got pinned. Yeah. Um, I, I think that that's a complete swerve to things that they haven't done in a long time. Yeah, because normally that's something like a heel, yeah, a heel thing, but. I mean, but it was just a complete unintentional thing. Yeah, the Wyatt family, they did pick up the victory. Yes. Uh, and another thing, they came out with another new theme song, uh, which I don't understand why they can't just keep the Bray Wyatt theme. Like, it literally fits them, and maybe it'll fit them better than anything that they'll end up giving them. Yeah, maybe they're trying to set it up for a split off at some point. I get that, but I still... it's. These theme songs, they don't... There's something about a theme song that when you hear it, you'll know. But yeah. that, it, it doesn't... It's not working. To, to put them out each week and to have a new theme every single week, that makes them look stupid. I don't think so. That's I my think opinion. That makes, I think it makes production look stupid. I don't uh, think but, it makes but take away, take away production. Take production out of it. I don't think look, it makes look at a storyline. Oh, look, this guy's coming out here. He now has 17 different theme songs. I think you're the only one that gets pissed about this. I don't think so. I think so. I think there's other people on the wrestling forums and Twitter. No, no, not at all. Um, Rusev defeated RVD and yes. what was a good match. This was in the goods, folks. Oh, I don't I always put them in the goods. I'm the I'm the only reason Rusev hasn't been in the beds. Is there somebody like making skirts near you and like dressing you and cleaning your house? Skirts? Why? It's this birds chirping, you know, Cinderella, whatever. Oh no, my windows are open. No, <laughs> yeah. it's beautiful up here in uh, it's Albany. It's beautiful down here as well in Long Island, Dave. So uh, I don't know. I'm becoming an Albany fan. Yeah, well, cool story. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah. So Rusev picked up the victory. RVD uh, sold the heck out of Rusev's moves. That yeah. was awesome. I that's that like stepping sidekick. I am such a big fan of. If he hits it Rusev. properly, I think that he's been hitting it. I I'm yet, I, I haven't seen him throw one bad one yet. There was one on SmackDown. I I didn't that, I didn't like the the kick that he hit on Sandow. I think I'm okay with them. Mm. I mean the only the only. Uh, reason I can see it looking bad is because of the camera angle. Mm. I mean, honestly, I, I think that he's been throwing them really well. During um, this match, though, a Zeb Coulter promo popped up, uh, and I guess they were they were in Canada, so I, I think Jack Swagger's could, yeah. couldn't be there. He's banned or whatever for that marijuana. Yeah, no, he's. I think he's on like temporary probation or which clearly they don't know who RVD is, so. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, you you are one hundred percent correct with it. Yeah, one hundred percent correct. Um, you also had Randy Orton defeating Dean Ambrose. A very good match, back and forth. Um, I I love the finish of it too. The ending was really cool. Yeah, for sure. Um, I don't Am know if I've ever seen Randy Orton kick somebody like that. I don't know, but Ambrose looked like a stud during this match. A stud? Like, yeah, it's a looked horse. What does that mean? Looked really good in the match. I, I thought that I was a bit, I was just overall a big fan of Orton versus Ambrose. Yeah, uh, yeah. Orton kicked Dean in the face and then sent him like 
they like slingshotted him off the ropes into an RKO. Well, that's what he went for. What he he's been going for that move, Um, Ambrose. Kind of like a throw. Yeah. What move is it though? Like, huh? Like what? What what move is it? It's what Nigel McGuinness used to do. It's like a slingshot, uh, slingshot lariat. Oh, a rebound lariat. Where they get where he gets he runs to the ropes gets caught up in the ropes and then slingshots back into a lariat. Um, mm. It's uh, what Nigel McGuinness used to do in Ring of Honor. Oh, uh, so I don't even know if he does it as a tribute to Nigel McGuinness, but that's where he got it from, I think. Um, also, I, also, I just <laughs> I believe I misspoke before. But, I guess I was assuming. Uh, well, I said stud was a horse. I guess that's a steed, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. No, you did. Um, Del Rio <laughs> did Dolph Ziggler. I just want to correct it before other people do. So. Yeah. No one's imitating you. Don't worry. What do you mean? Um, Often imitated, never duplicated. Del Rio defeated Ziggler thanks to the distraction from Fandango. Which I guess that made him number one contender for the U.S. Championship for I guess main event from this past week, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, I was a fan of this match. You weren't? Nah. Yeah, I think it was a really I, good match. I thought I thought it was good, but it wasn't anything stand out to me. I thought it was good. And the I fact liked, that Fandango was out there, the fact that Fandango was out there on commentary, I liked. And uh, the way that he distracted him, like you said, uh, he was up on the table and started dancing, and then the crowd was singing his theme song and uh, partook in a little Fandangoing. Nah. Which I um, thought was cool. And then afterwards, after the commercial break, Fandango was backstage with Layla, like saying, oh, no, you're everything to me, basically. And Summer Rae was just standing right there in the doorway, distracting him without Layla seeing it. So. Yeah, so good times. Sheamus defeated Damian Sandow. This is following Sandow calling it out uh, during Bret Hart's speech, uh, dressed as Bret, what is it, Bret Sandow? Or? It's Bret... The Hitman Sanhart. Yeah, Sanhart. Um, I thought this entire segment was good. Yeah. Um, you know, the last time I was here in Calgary, I mean Montreal, Canada, gave me goosebumps to be here tonight. But uh, he ended up punching uh, Damien Sandow there and I guess knocking him down. But uh, that which led into Sheamus defeating Damien Sandow. Which, uh, it was a shorter match, but it was obvious that Sandow wasn't going to win because, I mean, we haven't seen Sandow win in quite some time. But it was still an enjoyable match. Uh, And then we also saw Chris Jericho defeating Miz. And uh, I didn't mention it earlier, but I like Miz's Hollywood entrance. It's, uh, It's basically the same thing as The Rocks in 2003. I don't think I know it. Where it's like it starts out like the movie title goes, like coming soon, preview, whatever. And then it goes into Mrs. Titantron or whatever. It's like uh, the Hollywood Hollywood rock. It's like everybody I don't knows know. this. But uh, um, after the match, Bray Wyatt appeared and cut a promo. And when Jericho went to go get him, the lights went out and Harper and Rowan appeared. So WWE is definitely building something here for uh, Chris Jericho and Bray Wyatt. For sure. You also had AJ team up with Paige, which is a change of things. 
to defeat the Funkadactyls, and damn, did AJ and Paige look good as a tag team. Yeah, I really enjoyed them teaming up, um, uh, even though I really, I still don't like AJ. There's stuff there, like, that's that's been documented a lot, so. Yes, yes, yes. Um, so, but I, I liked how they were glancing over at each other with smiles, especially at the end of the match after winning, they were smiling at each other yeah i'm definitely i'm willing to see where it goes yeah for sure uh something i'm not willing to see where it goes is the funkodactyl is completely brawled it's just it's pathetic uh, it really is at this point it was they came to blows naomi should have clocked her legit um but <laughs> cameron is cameron is doing a great job for what she's doing. Listen, during the match i'm fine with her putting on the lip gloss and stuff to be like the heel and everything but there's a tag rope for a reason. Oh! and Yeah, that's bullshit. She tagged herself in when she was in the middle of the ring apron. That makes the referee look stupid. Big time. Makes Naomi look stupid for tagging her. She didn't tag her. I thought that... Cameron oh, no, tagged herself her. in. Yeah, she slapped her in. But that makes Cameron look stupid. That oh, makes yeah. the referee look stupid. and that Makes the referee look the worst. Yeah. But that is so stupid. Yeah, and then uh, Cameron... It, it, no, keep going. Sorry to cut you off. No, I, I don't. I cannot understand how that's like wrestling one on one. We are not wrestlers, but we know that there is a rope in that corner for a reason. I mean that even if you're not using a tag rope, there's still it's like a corner. You sit in your corner and wait to be tagged or tag somebody. Yeah, complete bogus. Um, I don't give a shit for Cameron versus Naomi. I just want to see Naomi break away from Cameron so we could see Naomi uh, possibly in a. Storyline for the title at some point soon. Yeah. Um, I mean, after Cameron tagged herself in, Paige hit the page turner right away, which yeah. looked like shit because of Cameron. So Yeah. Uh, Kofi defeated Antonio Cesaro. You're not even going to mention World Star Hip Hop? Cesaro. What? I said you're not even going to mention World Star Hip Hop? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Kofi defeated Cesaro. Um, for the second was, week in a row. Yeah, good match. Biggie made the save at the end of the match. I thought we were going to see a debut of a new superstar or something with Cesaro and Heyman running down Canada before the match, but it was just Kofi. Yeah, and then Biggie uh, helped Kofi at the end of the match. Uh, well, yeah. after the match, I guess they're allies now because Cesaro did the same thing to him on SmackDown. Well, I think it's safe to say that. Well, because the commentators like, oh, they're all friends now. <laughs> It's like yeah. friends. What um, is that established? Just they never. They're, they're probably gonna do Cesaro versus Big E. I could see them doing both versus both of them at one point, even. Um, what Big E and Kofi versus Cesaro? Like yeah, some sort of like I'm so much better than both of you that I could take you on at once. That would be something that would be amazing, but it would be putting down Kofi and Big E big time. It would p not put down Kofi as much as it would be Langston, because Langston's supposed to be this beast of a guy. Yeah. But he'll get manhandled, but whatever. Um, you also had, in the main event, John Cena did... Uh, no. no. No, no, no. No contest. contest. No yeah. contest versus uh, Rollins. Yeah. Kane came out during the match and distracted John Cena, which led to Randy Orton attacking him from behind. Uh, Roman Reigns came out, hit Kane with the Superman punch, uh, hit Orton, and then Rollins ended up hitting Reigns and Cena with the briefcase. And, uh, of course, what are you going to do in that situation? Seth Rollins called for a referee to, uh, I guess, common cash in. But yeah. Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose got right in there. 
Yeah. Uh, every, that from every single time he's going to cash in. Yeah. Or try um, to. So that was awesome. I thought it was awesome. It was obviously a good Raw. We had no bads. We had one no, middle. What are you so talking? We did have bad. Did we? Oh, yeah. yeah. We had one bad. Fuck. It's so bad. I don't even want to talk about it. Well, we'll say Even the though middle. it's in the middle, but I think it's fucking awful. It's not in the middle. We have a bad. I thought we put it in the middle because you won't liked it. No. Bo Dallas versus El Torito's in the middles. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the bad's so bad that I didn't even want to talk about it. Bad that I wanted to put in the bad was Torito versus Dallas, so let's do the but middle. But why didn't you like that? Because I think it's beyond stupid to put Dallas versus Torito. Torito is a comedic character, a comedic gimmick. He has a fantasy tr- uh, bull gimmick. and what he's going to go against. He's not a fantasy bull gimmick. He's not a real he's... bull. Yeah, he's... no shit. Yeah. Commentators um, bill him like that. He doesn't okay. bill himself it's as that. It's stupid as fuck. Stupid as fuck because Bo Dallas already has a uh, has a gimmick where he where you don't want to make put that in a comedic zone. Cuz once you put it in the comedic I zone I don't see anything funny about El Torito. I really don't. Then you're freaking insane. No. All right. Well, I think Torito's a comedic wrestler. Hence why he does the little the little hip shake that he does. And everything else in the match that he does. So, like, Heath Slater, he's a comedic wrestler? I'd say so. I don't... I'd say so. I'd put, I'd put Torito on Cole Cabana level. <laughs> sure. So, I think that that's stupid as hell to put them against each other, especially if you're trying to build Bo Dallas up. You don't put him against uh, a piece of shit like Torito. You put him against Heath Slater. You put him against well, something else. Well, the only else. reason why he was put against... El Torito was because El Torito challenged him because of the slam from last from SmackDown. Yeah, but I'm not a I'm not a fan of Torito as a whole as a comedic gimmick going against Bo oh. Dallas. He's more of a comedic gimmick than Heath Slater. I don't. I said he, I'm, I said Bo Dallas versus Heath Slater. Are you saying he's funny because he's a midget? No, I'm saying because of his motions in the ring and everything about him. He's Moving just, on, there was know, a bad in this though. That. Alicia Fox versus who was she against? Nikki. Nikki Bella. It was supposed to be one arm ha- tied be- tied behind your back. Uh, it didn't happen though because when. Wait. So why is this a bad and the other thing not a uh, bad? What? I didn't think that this was that bad. I liked. I thought that this this Alicia Fox attack was good. Okay, so then I guess it's the middles. I like the El Torito and Bo Dallas match. All right, so we got two middles then. <laughs> We got two middles, no bads. It was supposed to be the both arm, one arm tied behind the back, but before uh, Alicia Fox could get hers on, uh, she attacked Nikki. Yeah. And I think the ref, the referee looked stupid in this. Did jack shit to even stop anything from happening from Alicia Fox. And I thought it was too long, and I thought it was dumb. I thought it was fine. It put Alicia Fox over. It may it put over the storyline with Nikki Bella. It was like and, an eight minute uh, segment. It, I was completely fine with it. What else are you gonna do for those eight segments? Eight segments. Give me a promo that I'm not gonna watch or give a shit about. Eight no, thank segments. you. Segments. What are you talking about? What? what eight minutes. Just... I meant. Oh. All right. So that was Monday Night Raw, though. Um, outside the ring news tomorrow, Saturday. They are having the WWE is having their big announcement in Osaka, uh, Osaka, Japan, uh, with Hulk Hogan uh, signing a Japanese pro wrestler 
Who do we think it is? Most likely it's going to be Kenta. I mean, um, they're, unless they're like really effing. Unless they're the re-signing Yoshitatsu, it's probably Kenta. Uh, no, I'm saying like unless they're like making like, oh yeah, we know we put Kenta in there. We're fucking with everybody. Yeah. Um, but hopefully it should be interesting. It should be fun to watch. Uh, Kurt Angle may be returning to the WWE very soon. Apparently, he spoke about on the Jim Ross podcast and potentially Jericho. Don't know. Um, but he hasn't re-signed with TNA. And he said that he is really considering all of his options because this may be the last contract that he ever signs. Uh, so his wrestling days are numbered. Hopefully, WWE has a good offer for him because I would love to see Kurt Angle return. Um, he says that his the pain of everything is just really getting to him because he's not using any medication, uh, painkillers, due to his uh, recovery and everything. So he's avoiding painkillers, and the pain is just a, a, a large amount. So one can only imagine how long yeah. you putting your body through that. Yeah, I can't even imagine having like the pain that he does. I mean, wow, I, I'm for pretty sure. Yeah. Well. Um, Rashad Evans, UFC fighter, apparently he's trying to get signed by the WWE. I'm not too sure in what capacity, potentially maybe, uh, Brock some... did it. I'm going to do it. What? Brock did it. I'm going to do it is what I said. Oh no, I don't think he wants to be a wrestler though. I think he just wants to be an on-air talent. Like, like an manager? manager? Um, no, I mean like a comment, co some sort of a commentator or something. I'm not too sure. My God, Brock Lesnar, when we were in UFC together. Yeah, not too <laughs> sure though. Um, Renee Young, congratulations. She has become a commentator on Superstars. Yeah, um, well, which unfortunately is not Monday Night Raw, but. No, but apparently it's making its way to it. Apparently it's going to be. Her on Superstars, and then they may switch her to uh, SmackDown, and then after SmackDown, move her over to Raw. One, uh, one could only hope. The reason for all of this is really to keep her away from ESPN. Oh. Okay. ESPN has been really hounding her and trying to get her to sign with them. I so, honestly, I think it's because Renee listens to us and we told her, please don't go. Yeah. So she's so WWE is battling ESPN by giving her that opportunity. So it ends up working out in our our favor. Yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent does. Yeah, um, and that's all the outside the ring news I got now. But I definitely got some shameless plugs for you. Shameless plugs. Gonna kick off the shameless plugs with Maryland Championship Wrestling. Uh, they are going to be having an event on the 19th. Um, you're going to be seeing – let me just pull this up. You're going to be seeing the Shane Shamrock Memorial Cup 2014. And that you're going to – it's pretty much a tournament-style match. Uh, the one match that was – one of the matches that was announced for the opening uh, – for the tournament was Papadon versus Tony Deese. These guys have – been in matches together before, and they're both very talented and very good. So I would check that out. You also have Shelly Martinez versus Rebby Sky. And in the main event, you're going to be having in a TLC match, the Maryland Championship Wrestling Champion, Matt Hardy, take it on Luke Hawks. Uh, this should definitely be a very cool event. 
You can check out Facebook.com slash Maryland Championship Wrestling. And check them out on Twitter at uh, MCW Wrestling. Check it out. Also going to be giving a shameless plug. I really do not want to be giving a shameless plug to this person um, after what they tweeted to us, though. But I will anyways. So go follow Ca- uh, Casanova Valentine. Um, yeah, so he's a NYWC wrestler. You can go follow him at HHCV666. Um, the only reason why I... All right, so he tweeted to us talking about how apparently he's a big-time branded fan. And he's Which, not who a, isn't? Who isn't, so... Uh, many people. <laughs> um, so, but he's not a fan of me or my voice. So my apologies on that. I cannot really fix that one. No, you can fix that one. But no, no. But this hipster wrestler thinks it's okay to tweet out that sort of stuff. Um, I think not. I can. I really hope. All right. So just to give you some background, Casanova Valentine, uh, Joey Conway, who was the referee that turned on Francis Kiplin Stevens, and Jamie Van Lemer, uh, Lemer have been aligning themselves with uh, Brian Vitko, who was the former commissioner. They've been doing an invasion on NYWC, and the only person to stand up really so far, I mean, besides really throwing them out, was Francis Kiplin Stevens. And for that, they needed a referee to uh, to heel turn and join them in order to pick up a victory. I think that I cannot wait for Francis Kiplin Stevens or some NYWC wrestler to shove Valentine's hipster glasses down his throat. Yeah, he has this nasty iron claw. Um, and I will give complete credit. Very talented wrestler. And I've watched uh, his promos that he, he's put out on YouTube. And damn, those are awesome promos. The editing, the, the quality of them, every, it's just awesome promos. But even still, I cannot wait till someone just jams those hipster glasses down his throat. So being said, you can go follow him though. HHCV666. I thought you were going to tell him to fuck off. Nah, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> but you can also go follow his friends at Joey underscore Conway. You can follow Jamie Van Lemer at PiperBelt26. And you can follow Brian Vitko at NYWC underscore Boss Vitko. Um, my last shameless plug is going to go to everyone that promoted us. Oh, and if you do follow Casanova Valentine, tell him why you're following him. Call him a bully, because that's what he is. He's a bully. Be a star. All right. So Did you, did you move, say follow the bully? Yeah, follow the bully. Um, go follow these people because they promoted us, and we so, are so appreciative of everything that you guys uh, do for us, especially when it comes to promoting us. So go follow B Mountain B at NYWC Sign Guy, Brandon at Brandon Barrage, Jason at Jay Linick. Uh, he did it such a he was such an excellent uh, special guest to have on the show last week. Yeah, so it was a pleasure to have him on. Um, you could also go follow James at Rude Boy Riley. You can also go follow Jasmine at Reverse Adam Saj. Uh, just going back a little bit to James Riley. 
Uh, he is a pro wrestler, so if you'd like to book him, email rudeboyriley31 at gmail.com uh, from Staten Island. Go check him out. You can go see him at On Point Wrestling and a few other places. So check him out. Um, also, Alex at Adelonzo1. You can also go follow RohitRK at RohitCR2K. Also go follow, uh, I think it's the Perry, what is it, Perry Show? I don't know. He took off everything from the show, so it's really tough to tell now. What do you mean um, he took everything off from the show? What's that? What do you mean he took everything off from the show? He took everything off of his uh, Twitter that says, like, oh. what is his name is? Perry the Entertainer. There you go. Perry the Entertainer. Uh, you can go follow him at the PTE Show. And he has a YouTube show, Perry the Entertainer Show. Go check it out. Also, go check out Angie at Angie24889. Also, go follow Bada Bing at X Bada Bing X. Go check out Justin at Justin DeRosa316. Don't forget to follow President Bits at President Bits. Also, big thank you for the comment, and go follow Broski Ben at Ben Hendley's. And check out the Yes Movement Guy at Yes Movement Guy. Last but definitely far from least, go follow Violent Rick at Violent Rick. He also has a YouTube show as well that you should definitely be checking out. Go support him. Um, those were my shameless plugs, but there was also a contest done this week. Um, I know I didn't even tell Brandon that I was going to be doing this because I kind of forgot until I was going through my favorites. So, props and congratulations to Alex. Um, I was trying to, we were trying to do a little promotion, cross promoting with Chrissy Rivera, where we wanted to get gain her a ton of followers, and which we definitely did. Um, but the one follower that meant something was the next follower after he tweeted something. So the person that followed up with that was Alex. So make sure you're following Alex at a Delonzo one. Um, while you're at it, go follow Chris Rivera at it's C Riv. Um, definitely an awesome wrestler and what current NYWC starlet champion um, and the queen of the combat zone. So go follow her at it's C Riv. Uh, thank you very much. Have a nice day, Brandon. You got any shout-outs? This is marking out smooth jazz. Brandon shout-outs gonna make you come. Before I start my shout-outs, I want to make mention of the bumper that we used at the beginning of the show. Uh, yesterday I tweeted out asking if anyone knew. Uh, if I quoted the, the bumper and said, does anyone know who said this? And nobody knew. I was going to give everyone a, a plug who knew, but nobody knew. But uh, anyway, uh, another week, another concert at Jones Beach. Like Chris said, this is the summer of something. I forget what he said, actually. But uh, all, all Fist, No Fury. Oh, I'm on the tour, whatever. Yeah, the All Fist, No Fury. Uh, all Fist, No Fury tour. Yeah, this past week I got to see the Beach Boys, Felix Cavalieri's Rascals, and the Love and Spoonful. Uh, it was awesome. And there's no band more American than the Beach Boys. And it was great to see them on July 4th weekend. 
uh, I guess my personal markout moment of the week for that happened there, I should say. John Stamos played the whole show with them, and uh, he sang Forever, which if you're a Full House fan, you definitely know that Forever song. That he that was originally a Beach Boys song, but he sang it, and it went platinum or whatever. Whatever happened, he sang it for Becky for their wedding. It's awesome. And uh, number two, uh, time for an anti-shout-out which will be going to Blackouts. Uh, it's 2014, and there's no reason why Blackouts should still be happening. Uh, certainly, sh there should be some sort of technology that prevents that for everybody. But I think it's called the generator. Not even a generator. There shouldn't be anything like a power outage. That shouldn't happen. There's no way. Like There's, some, there's something there that I'm going like, to get shot now. Like, oh, this kid knows. Uh, my last shout-out will be going to the show Louie. Uh, I believe it, it airs on FX, but uh, I just started watching it on Netflix, and it's the funniest show. It's Louis C.K. starring as basically uh, a more, I don't know, a version of himself. But if you're a fan of Louis C.K. and you watch it, you could start tweeting to me about it. Yeah, I'm not a fan of Louis C.K. I don't find him funny. Do you ever, how, why not, like... I don't know. He's really funny. Just don't care. But I guess now it's time to move on to our... Markout Moment of the Week. That's right. Our Markout Moment of the Week. This week, I guess it's coming from... Uh, stuff that happened on main event this past Wednesday. Oh, I'm sorry, this past Tuesday. Uh, Never apologize on your podcast. No, no, I wasn't apologizing on the podcast. I was apologizing did. around the podcast. You just did. No, around it. Never do it. So continue. Don't do it. No, continue. Go ahead. So the mark album of the week was Bret Hart locking in the sharpshooter on, on Shawn Michaels. Yes, on Shawn, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Sandow came out dressed as Shawn Michaels on the highlight reel, which was, I guess, an, another good impression because I, I like I, if he was doing the voice, I would get that it's Shawn Michaels. Of course, um, but it, it was awesome, and to see Bret Hart locking the uh, sharpshooter after so long. I mean, even when he does the independent scene, uh, doing appearances, he doesn't lock in the sharpshooter on anyone. At WrestleMania, when he faced Vince, it wasn't. It didn't look that good. Yeah, but maybe this it was maybe the fact that he was like, it was Canada. Maybe that's like right. I assume it was because Canada. it was to Vince. I mean, uh, Sandow just sold it better. Maybe he just rolled. No, with Brett LP. got down all the way and did the sharpshooter. Uh, even even still, it looked awesome. It brought back so many memories. Uh, it was very, very cool to see, though. You were smiling ear to ear now. Uh, yeah, I was. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good so markout moment of the week. Yeah, that was our markout moment of the week. If you ever have a markout moment of the week that you would like to share with us so we could share with our listeners, tweet it to us at Out. You could also go comment on Facebook, facebook.com slash Out. You can email us uh, if you don't want to comment, if you don't have a Facebook or a Twitter or anything like that, you can email us at markinout1 at gmail.com if you want to be one of our musical interludes. 
or a comedian, or if you would like to compete with Brandon in your Bray Wyatt promo. Not a competition, bro. Yeah, competition. It's not uh, a competition. No, it's a competition. No. Um, just email us. That was markingout1 at gmail.com. Listen to all of our past episodes at markingout.com. And please to subscribe on iTunes, rate us. Please and- leave questions and comments. Become the show. Yeah, um, if you want, if you don't even have a question, uh, you could always leave us fantasy bookings. It doesn't. It doesn't even have to be wrestling related. If you no, want to see, it could be, no, like if you want us to give an opinion on a fantasy booking, if you want us to talk about anything going on in life, if you have something going on and you want to talk your mind about something, be our guest. Just keep really? it decent. <laughs> keep it decent. Yeah, keep it decent. Like, what does that mean? Don't offend anyone with what with if you're not going to comment on wrestling or anything. Don't. Be I, I thought you were going to like. Oh, don't leave us questions or comments. Be like, dear Brandon and Dave, my girlfriend of three months is pregnant, and I wonder oh, what I should enough. do. I welcome questions like that. I'll I'll be <laughs> I'll be like a dear what is it, dear Abby it's, or ask Abby? No, it's dear David. Yeah. Dear David. I am more than welcome to do that and give you some sort of advice. I'll give my two cents. Yeah. We'll definitely give you life advice. Leave a comment. It's all about the comments. If you don't leave a comment, how the fuck do we do – how do we know – Now, why you got to curse to them? I'm only uh, – take it out then. It's bleeped. It's not there. No, it's um, there. <laughs> no, he edited it. It's yeah, not. right. Um yeah, so that is the podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for supporting us. Thank you, Chris, for being on yeah. this week. Thank you, Chris, for uh, being on the podcast this week. Damn, it felt good to have him uh, be back on the podcast. It and definitely brought back uh, brought back those good times. And if you're going to tweet about Chris being on the podcast, um, tweet to him with the hashtag Chris's or C-H-R-I-S. Uh, just write Chris Boner. <laughs> I Has- think, yeah. Just hashtag hashtag Chris Boner. Boner. Um, please yeah. do it. Please do it. So we wish you the best, best of luck in your, your future, future endeavors. endeavors.